0: Hey, oh, we're back. Please tell me you're rolling, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this is priceless. I mean, you know, we got $50 million jet, so we can't figure out the Wi-Fi, right? That's that's how this goes. That's it. All right. That's it. There Welcome we to the military. Yeah. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Show Center, the air show podcast. Uh, really the most professional show, clearly in the air show business. I'm joined, as always, by my colleagues, (laughs) air show announcers Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder, And uh, today we're happy to to welcome Primo, who's now like an official air show announcer. Thunderbird number eight.
1: Official as of today.
2: Yes. We have breaking news that we're going to get to uh, just after... Uh, we bring you up today with some of the other goings on because uh, we, with Rob's uh, generosity and the Thunderbirds are live from actually, I think they're sitting right around the, the brief and de table at Nellis we Air Force are. Base where it all happens with the Thunderbirds. Which
3: That's is pretty cool. And it's the, the oldest building on the entire Air Force Base.
2: There you go. That's right. Now that says a lot, but we're not going there.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even have uh, it doesn't have wheels under it either. I mean, that's uh, that's great. So that's good.
2: It's a cool great place. Fun. If you ever
0: get a chance to see
2: it, uh, they actually have. I've I've gone through the museum in there too. With is complete with the Barbie and Ken Thunderbirds and a ton of other great memorabilia. Uh, all of the wonderful things that uh, they had been given from air shows as gifts and things like that are all proudly displayed on the walls. It is really. Really, something to walk through that place. It's uh, it's done upright, and it's uh, it's an honor to go out into the hangar space and uh, and look at that giant Thunderbirds symbol and understand all that it means. So we're very happy to be there, aren't we, Matt?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell us tell us what you've been doing out there, Rob. And and before before actually before you start, Primo has he been behaving, or has he been like running around making you do diction uh, exercises and all that? <laughs> is he, I mean, is he embarrassing himself or? <clears throat> Is it, has it all been
1: good? You know, he's been behaving himself, Matt. Right. Uh, it's right. been a good, productive week, especially for me. You know, this is my first uh, my first time or my first year on the team and kind of the first opportunity to get to learn from the legend. So it's been a huge help, and uh, it's paid dividends, I'll tell you. Between the start of this week and the end, I think, uh, I think I've think i improved just a little.
0: Round tones, round tones. Now let me hear you read your line. And I can't stand him. And I can't stand him. And I can't stand him. Can't. Can't.
2: Can't.
0: Can't.
2: Please tell me you did not I,
3: make him do that. I, no, I did not. Yeah, but uh, I uh, but I thought it. about it. Actually, we, we are really, uh, he's doing exceptionally well and even General Kelly and general jumper uh, both had nice things to say about the work that he did uh, for the uh, for the flight today uh, for the practice so it's been fun working with primo and the fact that he's from Cincinnati like I am makes it even more fun because over Christmas we actually got together for breakfast with him and his mom and dad and and it was a wonderful time so we have a we have an extra special bond between us
1: that's right go, go Bengals Scott Skyl- is the best thing in the world. Oh, <laughs> I was waiting Scott. for that. Here we go. <laughs> so we can't stress enough uh, the importance
2: of an announcer to enact the Thunderbirds or any other air show without the announcer, the act or the air show is nothing, nothing. So it's, uh, it's important work that Rob, <laughs> that Rob is doing to make sure that uh, the showmanship that goes into the presentation Every word carefully chosen, and spoken, and accentuated, and punctuated, and all of those great things. Uh, Rob is is a great teacher, a mentor, Thank and you. someone uh, that is more than capable. And Primo, it sounds to me like uh, you are going to have a great season, and uh, and I look forward to hearing and working together with you. So, hats off to you! And the certification, I guess, the breaking news we can say, Matt. And and Rob is that uh, The team is certified as of
1: today right Yeah that's right so You know back to the announcer part It's, it's just an absolute honor You know all the work that the 2020 And the 2021 D team did uh, Redeveloping The show and just not the show But the music and narration And it's just been an incredible honor To be a part of and just like you said You know without the music and narration It's just a bunch of jets flying around So uh, it's really cool to be a part of the emotional impact that that part brings to the show i like that. uh yeah. and yeah i've been uh, been working with rob all week and it's official we just got certified about three hours ago so we're <laughs> ready super excited for this show season and uh, i'm excited to get on the mic and rob and i have what three air shows together so that's gonna be cool
3: yeah, I think that, uh, Rick, you'll, I don't know, I've got, well, actually, all three of us will be with with Primo at at the KC show in Kansas City. That's right, so for sure. We'll have to have a mafia dinner. Oh, yeah. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got
0: to get in here and, and ask you this one, because I, 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 I guess it's fair game to ask. Uh, but there have been some changes with the number eight position. I'm not sure everybody's aware of that. Uh, that cha- Can we talk about that? Or is that is that still in the works? Or is it is it a done deal?
1: No, we can absolutely talk about it yeah we can talk about it uh so the history of the thunderbirds the eight position was always eight for three years um so you were eight for one year and then you'd move into the demonstration uh for years two and three and that went away after the uh, 1982 uh, diamond crash Uh, you know, that's the time when we're transitioning to the F 16 and they wanted that continuity in the eight position. And it was only supposed to be temporary, Uh, but it just kind kind of became the norm where eight was eight for two years. Um, Obviously 2020, the COVID pandemic. So Flack, uh, the previous number eight, he was number eight for three years, Uh, but that's because the entire team got extended uh, for a whole year. And then, we really took that 2020 season to revamp essentially everything we did. So we reached out to all the old commanders, we reached out to the alumni, and just tried to figure out you know, why we do what we do. And with that came a revamp of our syllabus, how we hire, and the eight position. So we're back to our roots, where eight is a three-year gig, and uh, I'll be eight for this year. And then I'll move into the demonstration, years two and three, unknown where I'll go, uh, it'll kind of all depend on uh, who we hire this year and their personality and how they do uh, in the flying evaluation. But I'm super excited to be on the team for three years. Wow. That's awesome.
0: So, so not necessarily a solo. Um, not necessarily a yeah. solo. No. And, and the blues um, don't do that either. I mean, it's not necessarily a solo. I mean, I.
1: Although it's, it's been pretty much pretty tradition much that been. it
0: has worked out yeah. that way. Yeah.
1: The real benefit is, you know, three years from now, there's going to be three iterations of eight on the team. So you have all that continuity. Uh, So uh, all the lessons learned uh, will not be lost in the future, which will be awesome.
2: It's, It's so, so different with the snowbirds up here where they what they call the double digits. Uh, the coordinators, and one of them is, is always a narrator. They get their double digits, and they put in a couple of years, and then they get they get overweight, and, and they start drinking, and, and once they <laughs> fix that up, end up being base commanders and stuff. It's a whole different thing. I mean, I'm kidding. With all due respect to the stompers, they know I'm kidding. But uh, gonna, it's, it's a little different gonna here. Be, we're going to take this clip and paste it all over social that's media, Ray. Right. That's right. I'm going to pay dearly for that. I'm going to be coined for the rest to the season. I better make sure I've got it with me.
0: Good God! <laughs> oh, I think it's, I, but I no, but I, I get it, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really great, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing how that's going to work. I, you know, Primo, I feel like you've been on the team for a long time already, and I think that that's, I, I think that Especially, comes back to you know, well, I think it comes back to, to the to exactly what you were talking about. Um, you know, Flack did such a great job, and he made sure that you were out there, and he kind of integrated you. And of course, you're no stranger to the demo world, and I'm not sure a lot of people even realize that. But uh, enlighten everybody that doesn't know.
1: Yeah. So uh, before here, I was at Shaw uh, for just a year, but before that, I was in Masala, Japan, uh, in the 14th Fighter Squadron for three years, and I had the incredible opportunity to become the Pacific Air Forces F-16 demonstration pilot. So uh, you know, not a bunch, or not many people know, but. There are two single-ship F-16 demo teams in the United States Air Force. One uh, ACC demo, which is out of Shaw Air Force Base, and then the other one uh, is out in the Pacific, out in Japan. And not a lot of people know who we are, but I got the opportunity to have a team of about 12 people, and we traveled all across the Pacific putting on air shows, which was just absolutely the And, yeah, like you were saying, it's we kind of revamped – the application process and what we get to do as new hire. So it was super awesome to be able to travel with the team at the end of the show season. So I got here in Nellis in September and I got the opportunity to go on every single show from September to November uh, with flack and just learn the ropes from him, which was uh, super helpful. Yeah.
2: We've been both Rob and I being at uh, Iwakuni and doing those shows got a chance to see the the PAC demonstration and uh and it's just awesome so we it, it feels like we've known you a long time and you can speak to this too speaking of Shaw Air Force Base and Rebel our new demonstration pilot did you know Rebel have you flown with Rebel and uh, and the fact that she is now the demonstration pilot on the uh, on the Viper
1: I do. Oh, I want to talk about Iwakuni first. So Rob and I were talking about this over dinner uh, two days ago. It's kind of uh, you know, a super small world. We're both from Cincinnati, but the first time I met Rob was my certification air show at Iwakuni 2018. So uh, I took over the PACAF demo team from Punch Meeting, uh, and he flew the first show. And the second show was my first ever air show, which uh, the first experience I got to uh, meet with the legendary Rob Ryder and we kind of bonded ever since. So it was cool to see him. But I did. I uh, I met Rebel out at Shaw Air Force Base. And, you know, she's going to be an incredible ACC demo team. She's going to take that team uh, to some good places this year. I would agree with that. Totally I, you know,
0: I'm glad that you've got down uh, the legend uh, because he does make us refer to him as the legend. Uh no, it's it yeah. is in the contract. Yes, yes it in it my in contract. contract, right? Sure, <laughs> it is. Let's pause for just a second because we 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 have got to get this in, and then we're going to come right back to talking to Primo. But right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the most professional voice and newsman in the industry, Rick Peterson, here with a look at prop watch.
2: Well, Re- Rebel was was the uh, was the follow up story to the lead story, which was the certification of the Thunderbirds, which I think we both we both covered. I think the only thing we didn't talk about with Rebel is that she's such an outstanding uh, soccer player. But uh, these are things that we'll find out in further episodes, and hopefully we'll be able to actually connect with her and have her on the program. So the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels training wrapping up. Certification news coming uh, in this segment. Rob Ryder with the Thunderbirds. And Primo, of course, as we got the news uh, just a few hours ago, it's been done. Snowbirds, on the other hand, are having weather issues, uh, so they're behind this year. It's been a crazy winter in Moose Jaw. Lots of snow, lots of extra cold nights, uh, so we'll see what effect, uh, if any, it has on their schedule early next week. Uh, Jim Burke, sadly, ICA's uh, performer and president of the International Aerobatic Club, uh, president his fiancée, Marianne Fox, uh, was tragically killed in an accident uh, last week, and our thoughts and prayers are with him and their families. And the passing of Jackie Ward, which we discussed in uh, our last episode. Jackie B, after a short fight with cancer, passed away. There has been a scholarship uh, that has now been named in her honor. Ladies Love Tail Draggers has launched the Jackie Warda Ladies Tailwheel Endorsement Scholarship to honor her. And, uh, and, and that is just some great news. And of course, the air show season gets underway, is the other big headline. El Centro, California, this weekend. Uh, Blue Bonnet, Texas, in two weeks, along with NASJRB. New Orleans, where Rob will be, and three weeks it's McDill Air Force Base, uh, where Rob will be, and wings over Columbus that weekend, where Rob will not be. There we and go. I will definitely not. There with you, we go, live from the actual because table. That the it, it, Thunderbirds debrief and brief at Nellis Air Force Base. We go back to Primo now, and Rob live from Las Vegas. Yeah, I go. will just say that that uh, that third week that you mentioned
3: that I won't be there. Jill and I will be on a Caribbean cruise, and uh, oh. so won't be around Sun and Fun or anything. And so hopefully you guys can fill in. But but Primo the when you got the job with the Thunderbirds, were you hired on? Did you know at that point that you were going to be the narrator when you were hired on? Because sometimes, uh, like with the Blues, they don't always know who it's going to be. They just know they're going to be on the team. But this was something that they they hired you to do.
1: It was. So, um, I remember we were in, uh, at a TDY, so we were at a uh, exercise in Columbia, South America, when I got the phone call from Boss Brick and the team. And you know they always start out somber to trick you but uh how, do, how do they say it? Yeah. they're just like hey you know primo how you feeling how you doing bud um you know what are your thoughts on the process and then you know they bring you down only to bring you up and uh <clears throat> flack was obviously in the background so he said congratulations you got uh, you got the number job uh, the number eight job and then you know flack's hooting and hollering in the background so they do they tell you right then and there what you got
3: how about that? So you, somebody's got, uh, so you started working on, you don't memorize the show though, do you? You don't have to memorize it like the Blue Angels.
1: You don't have to memorize it. You know, I can, uh, I can read it from my awesome script booklet and I can put some more, uh, some more show and some more flair into the, uh, to the performance to make it enjoyable for, for the, uh, the crowd. Cause that's why we're out there. You know, we're out there to recruit, maintain, uh, recruit, retain, and. And hopefully, I can pull that inspiration piece into the narration. Uh, we should we should also point out that the yes, the blues,
2: I suppose, to a point. Rob have it have it uh, memorized. I mean, they, they certainly that's part of the uh, the showmanship and the way they do it. But they also have a very good prompter and an earpiece. As anyone who has done anything on stage and stuff knows, these are good things, but we can I think we can reveal that, can't we? Before I'm in oh, too I much trouble so. now with another jet team? <laughs> no, they, no, there will be no
3: problem at all with that. Caitlin Forrester is uh, yes. number who is who is the number eight for the Blue Angels. Uh, she has her in her ear all the communications among the jets. She can hear the solos as they're talking. She can hear the diamond as the as the boss is leading them through and she knows what maneuver is coming up and if there has been a change and so if she will then read the first she will say stand by for the diamond aileron roll uh, and she will then read the first few lines of it and then say hit it and then the blue angels narrator then will be able to take take and to do the uh, to do the line the rest of it from memory
1: yeah, we just actually got back uh, from joint training with the Blue Angels out there in El Centro about a week and a half ago, and it was an incredible opportunity to sit down with uh, Bandcamp number eight and Push Pop, their narrator, and just trade ideas and you know feed off each other. Uh, Push Pop's doing an incredible job out there uh, with their team, and I got to learn a lot from him, which was just a. It's a cool opportunity to get the teams to bond together.
3: Yeah, yeah. Push Pop is Lieutenant Griffin Stangle. We should uh, yeah, let that know, yeah. let everybody know that he has a name other than Push Pop. <laughs> I started to ask him how he got that call sign, and we'd never had the opportunity to sit across the table <laughs> with a beard. That's right. It's a,
2: they're all classified. That's right. <laughs> Those are the things we can't say here on the
0: podcast. Yeah, yeah, that that is. You know, really, I've, got,
2: I've gotten us into get, enough trouble. Yeah, i am getting
0: fired <laughs> from Fat Thunderbird Snowbirds, I should say, to, to getting fired from name and call signs. Here we go. Oh my goodness. Well, I think it's great. I, I really do, and I think it's I think it's fun. Rob, how's it how's it been? Uh, being out in Las Vegas
3: it was interesting there, there was really some concern on the part of the team and and you can speak to this uh, Primo that the first two days that I was here to work were Tuesday and Wednesday and we had very very good weather a little breezy but sunny clear and very very nice but today a little different
1: yeah, so uh, so today not so nice of a day out here in Vegas. Uh, it's getting colder and uh, the winds were just howling. So the clouds moved in. Snow. Uh, and no snow. Uh, no maybe snow. up, maybe up in the mountains. So the mountains have quite a bit of snow. Good for some snowboarding out here. But uh, it was wind shear we were worried about. So blowing mm. dust and winds were uh, you know anywhere from 25 gust 38 knots today. Um, Ooh. But and that's on that's surface winds, right? Surface winds, so huge wind shear from about 500 feet to uh, call it 4,000 feet. But it's just a testament to the team and the training, the training season that we've had this year. You know, we've already been to six different show sites uh, throughout our training season, all starting in Spaceport America, uh, then moving to Fort Hachuca in Arizona, all um, all separate places, giving their own challenges. So, spaceport very flat, still high density altitude, and that's in New Mexico. Spaceport yeah. New Mexico, very very close to Holloman. Um, but as a first training site, very easy place to fly. So everybody's really fine tuning their demonstrations. Fort Hichuca, however, super high density altitude, surrounded by uh, a TFR that you can't bust, and um, a very turbulent afternoon practices. Then moving off to, you know, El Centro back here at Nellis uh, with the Range Uh, and, you know, Daytona. We did a flyover over Daytona. So we've we've got some interactions of five or six separate show sites, which really prepared us uh, pretty well for this certification flight. And everything the weather gave us today, we were able to handle uh, professionally. Historically. Go ahead. Yeah. This is the first time you've done that. And is this something you'll do again now? Because it seems to have been a success. This is the first year we've done a a winter off-site training season, if you will. Uh, And seeing how well it worked and how well prepared the 2022 Thunderbird team is, we definitely will continue to do this in the future. Yeah, that's
0: great. That really is great. I love the idea of starting out with an easy site and then making it a little challenging. Uh, Because, you know, the the fact of the matter is a lot of these show sites that you guys go to, uh, they are very complex and they are difficult and they do throw some... Uh, they're of their own unique environmental challenges like, you know, turbulent afternoon demonstrations or whatever it is uh, with mechanical turbulence at some of these. And I think that's great that you can. Experience you guys that. have met you and Rick have really nailed it because
3: uh, as as I sat in the briefing Tuesday morning with the boss, uh, Astro said that this is just like going to an air show for the first time where we do our Friday practice the first time and uh, with a site survey maybe on Thursday, but they have never up until Tuesday, the Delta had never flown at Nellis Air Force Base. They go out at the range, which is at Creech Air Force Base, used to be Indian Spring. But that has gotten very, very busy with the airspace. And here this week, red flag has moved in. So that big exercise is going on. So we've been hearing jets all day.
2: Did they take? do they take the Delta over the uh, strip? Did they? Did you fly up and down the strip and put on a bit of a show there? So it's funny
1: you say that. Uh, we have the Nellis, or sorry, the Las Vegas arrival uh, that we can do, and we usually do that when we're coming home. Um, so if we file for the Las Vegas arrival, and it's approved based on obviously traffic in LA Center or Vegas Center. Um, it'll be approved. And so we have a little holding pattern over the mountains and then we'll push and essentially fly right down the strip, uh, in the Delta formation just to, you know, give, give the Nellis people, you know, our appreciation to what they, uh, what they do with the community and what they do to the base. Interesting. Saw that the once. I,
2: I got to enjoy that once watch the jets go over with everybody else. Everything came to a standstill on the strip. And, uh, I haven't seen my watch or wallet sits. It was right. just, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's similar to what the blue angels do they go up and down pensacola they fly down pensacola beach when they're coming home so it's right. a it's a wonderful tribute to the people of the town that helps yeah. support and uh, support nellis air force
0: base what can we do for you primo what what are you uh what are you looking forward to or uh, did you have any questions or what can we do for you uh, as, you, as you get ready to start off on this uh, in this season.
1: What can you do for me? Ooh, it's a
0: loaded question there, Matt. It is a loaded question. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting <laughs> <on> to see. on <laughs> I'm waiting to see what you're going to come up with. You need Nerf bullets. I think that's it. If people want to send you Nerf gun bullets, <laughs> that's always good yeah, because you never know uh, when that's so going to happen.
1: I need you to keep me on my feet here when I come to these show sites. You know, this is just, this. I'm super excited for this year. You know, our first show is at Columbus Air Force Base and what I'm most excited about and not necessarily what you can do for me, but I'm, I'm ready to learn, you know, uh, learning never stops. And really that's what we talk about in the debrief. Yeah, we're started today, but we're, we're going to continue to learn as we go throughout the, uh, the show season, uh, me included. So, you know, just talking with, uh, you guys today and working with Rob and as we continue to go through this show season, uh, what do I need from you? I need you to, uh, critique me, you know, every, uh, Every narration that I do, I'm just striving to get better.
0: No, you don't need any help. I mean, you're going to be you're going to be doing great. I'll tell you, Columbus Air Force Base. Uh, you guys probably remember this. I did that show a while back, and I went out to dinner one night Once. with. with <laughs> I don't remember. No, I was. I I did it last time. I did it, it was with uh, it was with was with Ralph Royce, but uh, it was it was back in the day, and Greg Collier was there, and Rob Holland was there. And somehow or another, we decided that we were going to go out for a steak. And so we went to this place that was Kent Peach approved. You know, the kind of place where oh, you don't yeah. know if it's That's salt or dangerous. pepper, you know, or or cigarette ash. It could be either or on your <laughs> steak, right? So I'm sitting there with I'm sitting there in the booth with Collier and, and Rob Holland, and this waitress walks over, and she just, I mean, literally like throws three little salads onto the table, right? And Rob just kind of sits there and he's he looks at it. And he he doesn't even move to like move it or, or touch it he just he just stares at it and the waitress kind of stands there and she stares at him and she's watching him look at it and she doesn't say a word to him she just reaches down and she takes it off the table and she goes i knew i liked you and she just keeps walking back with the salad because <laughs> you know i don't think rob's ever had a salad right i i could be wrong but i don't think he's ever had a salad he he is the ron swanson of air shows if i may make that reference if anybody yes. remembers uh, good old Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I just, it was the funniest thing. And I, I couldn't tell you where that place is, but I mean, it was the real, the real deal. You know, the guy's got the cleaver of meat out there in front and he's just hacking away on it out there in the, the old butcher block in the parking lot. Delicious steak. Unreal. And it, but I don't know where well, it was at. I couldn't tell you where it was, but. Uh,
2: it's really too bad, though, that it didn't snow there today because Vegas is a special place when it snows. We had a convention many years ago where, where's he going? Where, we, where we woke up and there was about, I'd say a half inch to an inch of snow all over Vegas. And I, I remember going out in front of Bally's where the, where the uh, convention was and wondering what all the commotion was because uh, all of the, uh, the doormen, the, uh, the staff from Bally's and everything were all gathered out front. I thought it was a strike or something. And they're all, they got handfuls of money and they're all cheering and they're all getting all ramped up. And every now and then I could hear a muffled crash. And I thought, what is going on out here? And it, it, because it's all about gambling in Vegas everybody out on the street staff and other people were all taking bets on who'd make the intersection
0: and who wouldn't get stopped.
2: (laughs) It was was gold. It was just gold.
0: (laughs) Everybody running into each other. Oh, golly. That's good fun. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing everybody and it's going to be fun coming out of the winter break here where we've all been, you know, kind of off the road. I already had a show canceled this year, you know, me too yeah, luke, luke air force base canceled oh, the, get- the day it came out you know that that all these so i'm looking forward well, no i'm looking forward to getting back out it's going to be fun we've got yes. uh, we have black flag this weekend the training exercise in atlanta which is going to be fun uh, everybody's going to be getting together and then uh, we'll be out on the road it's going to be a, a good season i think
2: looking forward to it working with primo and the thunderbirds and congratulations on the gig congratulations on the certification and uh, what's going to be an exciting year and we've got restrictions even in canada as i speak at the end of this week the mask mandate disappears in the great white north wow i'll be able to tell exactly what my new neighbors look like
0: yeah and and all of the dentists are going to be very busy uh, the next yes. few days. That's uh, that's exactly what that brings. Well, hey, look, guys, we're all out of time. Primo, thanks for letting us hang out in your briefing room. Been really fun.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to be here, and we uh, can't wait for the season to start. See you on the road. All right, Rob. Right. All right, let you. Rob's, let's just Rob's, sign Rob's on. into it's the been Scotch tonight,
2: which is a first. By yeah, the
3: way, we never recorded. I night. was doing. Well, it was bourbon last night. I actually had. Uh, I was with, at dinner with Primo last night. So, and. uh I also, Katie, more camp, and I did have a little bourbon last night, a couple of fingers worth, so it was good.
0: Oh, that's Lord, great. Look out. That 38-knot wind, though, it probably blew away your uh, your cheese and crackers out there on the stand. It's <laughs> yeah. It's a little above your crosswind component, isn't it? Yeah, I fought it out a tug. <laughs> <laughs> you fought it out a tug. Oh my
2: God! That is that has got to be your tagline on your Facebook page now. I fought it out a tug, Rob Ryder.
0: I, I don't even want to know what that means. You know, I just I, I'm not even going to think I about that. I fought it out of tug. I love it. So long, everybody. <laughs> See ya. Is it over? the episode should be called "I fought it out of tug." <laughs> <a
1: tongue." laughs>